there are three common forms of hair loss in women. No matter what type you have, they aren't something you should have to suffer with. Hair Active from Primrose Leaf helps slow down hair loss and provides your hair and your scalp with proper nutrition. Join the thousands of people who are back to combing and brushing their hair again. Hair Active strengthens hair, improves texture, and increases fullness. Call Primrose Leaf today, 844-376-0007. That's 844-376-0007. Or visit us at primroseleaf.com. One of Christian music's most beloved voices, Natasha Owens' path to a successful music career is unique. Rooted in agonizing heartache and unbelievable tragedy, but she exploded onto the Christian music scene in 2016 and quickly found herself touring with Christian music's most iconic artists, including Michael W. Smith and Jason Crabb. But Natasha Owens is taking a new direction and offering up a bold, proud, powerful concept collection that bridges an unwavering love of country with the themes of faith and family with her new album, American Patriot. So let's welcome one of the most popular voices in Christian music today, Patriot Natasha Owens. How you doing? Hello. I'm doing great. Well, it's great to have you back on the program. Thank you for having me. It's been a minute. Well, let's tell, well, tell all of us about your new album, American Patriot. You know, we veered out of the contemporary Christian lane a little bit and thought, you know what, we need to talk about faith, family, and freedom. And right now is a time to illuminate how great this country really is. With all of our faults, the U.S. is still the beacon of hope. It's the lighthouse that sits on the hill that people get to. They know they can, they can be rescued if they get to us. And so I just thought it was just very pertinent to um, – illuminate some of the old classics. We did five covers and we did five new ones. And so we have been blazing a trail uh, on the patriotic uh, front this year that, that I never thought I would do, but it has been amazing. Well, why did you want to do a patriotic collection of songs? Because like you said, five were new and five are songs that have been around at least more than a hundred years that we all know and love. So what made you go in this direction? You know, we were part of President Trump's faith initiative team at the White House his last three years in office, and we crossed the political path. And, you know, our country, they're trying to re-educate our young. Our country is rooted in Christian principles with conservatism at the heart, and that's why they're trying to break it up. We live in a world today that's so dark, and I just wanted to motivate um Christians as well to stand up for what's right and stand up for what this country stands for. And um, so I just thought it was time to just do a spotlight and, and let everyone know how great the U United States of America is. Well, what, uh, you know, how have the fans received this album and especially those in the mainstream? You know, I've gotten um, flack from, I've, I've gotten positive and negative Let's just say that we live in a world today that as a Christian, as a conservative, anything that usually comes out of our mouth is considered wrong by, by certain groups. So I've gotten a lot of hate on that side, but I have really found that I do believe the heartbeat of this country is still rooted not only in Christ, but in faith and in, and in freedom. And that's the heartbeat of America. And so um, I had an opportunity earlier this year to sing at Daytona uh, to 53,000 vets, and it was a life-changing experience for me. Um, I connected with them because of my story of restoration and 
uh, just the battlefield of the mine, I connected with these soldiers. And I told my husband, I said, if I could sing to veterans and soldiers for the rest of my life, I would get fulfillment. Um, it was just a lane that I didn't expect to change my, to change my world. And it did that day. So, so did you, we, did you just, get, to, so did you get to talk to a lot of those veterans personally while you were there in Daytona? I did. It was a big, it was a Toby Keith event that I opened for in country, yes. which is a different genre for me. And I wanted to just be a part. I wanted to hug people's necks and tell them that they're loved and that they're appreciated and to thank them so much for our freedom. You know, our freedom is the most expensive thing that we own. And it's the first thing that people want to just voluntarily give up at times. And um, I'm on a fight for that. So I went out in the crowd after my my portion of the concert and I uh, got in the middle of all of them and I hugged necks and talked for hours and hours and hours, took pictures and signed things. And, you know, they're just so grateful and they're so proud of this country. And I was able to cry with them and tell them how thankful I was for them and now, their sacrifice. You- and, and I think that's what all of us should be doing to our veterans. We need to hear their stories. And like you said with the album, you received positive feedback and you received flack. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there's a difference between negative and flack. Flack is something different, okay? And uh, yes. But with the veterans that you talk to, have they, I mean, for them, you know, from where they've served, and, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we have to think of something. We're not just talking about veterans from World War One and Two and Korea and Vietnam, we're talking about today's veterans from Iraq and Afghanistan. And what did some of the veterans tell you as they come home? What kind, what are they receiving from the public? You know, thankful we live in an era that's not quite as bad as it was during Vietnam. Those soldiers came back to people uh, hollering and screaming and spitting in their face. And I was singing to Vietnam vets that day, which gave me lots of fulfillment. They need all the um, thankfulness that they that they can get from us. But um, the things that I constantly hear, you know, people are worried about the they look at the sacrifice that they laid down their brothers, their sisters walking next to them on this battlefield, being mowed down and killed. And they look at the how great the sacrifice, not only it was for those families, but their own families. And they're worried that we're just going to give up the freedom, just like we, we pretty much did in COVID. You know, it was keep us safe. Here's our freedom. Uh, here in Texas, we have a saying, which you probably know because you're in Houston, don't tread on me. And we're very constitutionalist. And I think that's what's really stirred up this album. It gave me another sense of freedom during COVID, right? Um, but I connected with them. I, I heard their stories of the mental health. You know, mental health in this country, both society and the church have failed. And they haven't embraced it. It's a taboo topic that they really don't want to talk about. And so soldiers come home from the battlefield. They're automatically expected just to get back into the normal life but they're not normal between their two ears. They have changed and the battlefield still rages in their mind. And so I was able to have the time on that stage that day to be able to talk about my depression, my walk, how I wouldn't be alive today. And they immediately connected with that. Some of them were still battling through it. They said, we feel like we have to be strong um, and there's just no time. The world goes around us and there's just no time for us to Uh, get it together. So we just delay it. We ignore it. And that just, it breaks my heart. Um, We live in a world today that, that is broken and we need love. We need God's love and we need to exhibit it to each other. 
You know, Natasha, uh, when, when these veterans come back, especially from Afghanistan and Iraq, PTSD is a real deal. And a lot of people don't understand how that is actually formed. And when you have soldiers that are living 24 hours a day in a situation where they may not be getting enough sleep, the, the sense and spirit of, of fear of the unknown, or maybe they had uh, comrades that were killed in the line of duty right in front of them. It's a feeling that never, ever stops and becomes ingrained into the brain. And so when they come home, that feeling is still with them. And those flashbacks are very, very real. And, you know, Natasha, we, we do need to show more compassion and empathy to our veterans that are going through mental health issues. I mean, nobody fakes depression. Those that are depressed fake the smile that's on their face. And we need they to sure look do. past that. And they need to be free and be able to open up and say, I have a problem without being labeled and because they need help. And all of us right. in this country up from, I mean, from med from the medical side to even the VA needs to straighten up their act and help these veterans that fought for our freedom overseas. And, uh, and that's yeah. just the way it is. And I'm glad that, uh, they, they do. They do. I hear horrible stories about the VA and how the government just, um, they do, they do not want to diagnose them with PTSD. They do not want to put that in their file. Um, and so they, therefore they do not get the help that they need. And I think the thing that resonated the most was every single one of them had one thing in common. They said when they came back, they were expected to just get back in the groove of being normal. And that's the way, that's exactly the way I felt. I had to fake it. I, I would smile and nod my head, and but I was dead inside. And when they can't just get back to normal, then they start trying to medicate it. Drugs, alcohol, and everything leads to suicide. So the suicide rate is off the charts when it comes to our vets, and that just breaks my heart. We have to, we have to do better. Your cardiovascular system contains your heart and your blood vessels. It's a critical part of every one of us. Start taking better care of it with Bergamot Complete. Bergamot Complete may help support cardiovascular health, healthy cholesterol levels, including HDL, LDL, and triglycerides, balancing blood sugar levels, and even promote healthy weight loss combined with a healthy diet and exercise. Keep your cardiovascular system at its peak and give your heart the love it deserves with Bergamot Complete. It's just a heartbeat away. 844-376-0007 or visit primroseleaf.com today. I've got to ask you something because you made headlines over the 4th of July weekend this year with digital billboards promoting the album's release, flying <laughs> over enemy territory in New York City's Times Square. What is your definition of enemy territory? <laughs> well, I think we all know it. You know, being in a in a red state, it's just, you know, we live in a world today that is just, it's woke. It is um, everything that we believe as conservatives, the other side believes 360 degrees opposite. And so that's what I think about when I think of Manhattan, New York City. It is definitely not the beacon of conservatism or our uh, Republican for sure. So um, we decided to put, you know, the front of the cover is, is me holding up an American flag behind me with, with the words American Patriot. And one of my friends texted me and she said, um, you know, did you hear that there's a flash, flash flood watch in New York City today? And I said, no, I didn't hear that. I, I wasn't even thinking. And she said, yeah, snowflakes are melting like crazy seeing that flag and the words patriot. 
uh, being uh, very tall above them. Yeah, I, I completely agree <laughs> with that. Now, you know, for you, though, being a very well-known contemporary Christian singer, uh, how has touring been since this particular album came out? You know what? I haven't done a tremendous amount of touring this year, which um, which has made me sad. But I've been so busy because I've been so busy with private events. We have been from, I mean, I, I, I've seen the Star Spangled Banner, I don't know how many times, hundreds of times this year. Um, and it's been really cool. I've been to places that I don't think I would have been just being in the contemporary Christian genre of a, of a lane of music. So I'm, I'm hoping, you know, I don't get, I'm a ministry artist. I love to, uh, give a little bit of hope and minister to people. And I haven't done a whole lot of that this, this year. Although I will say when it comes to the Daytona stage and some other stages, like I sang at Mar-a-Lago, uh, two weeks ago and President Trump attended the concert, I was able to throw in some of my songs and minister. And I love bringing a little bit of Jesus into an environment that maybe wouldn't choose to uh, go into a church doors. I love that. But I, I, I can still see myself going on this path, private events. Um, you know, I would love to be able to, to be known for something patriotic like Lee Greenwood has been. Um, but I am ready to get back on the ministry touring uh, schedule as well. So I think I'll have a combination of both of that in 2023. Well, did you get to meet President Trump? I did. And he uh, he was just sitting a few feet from me. He came in. We didn't even know he was going to attend the concert. It was the first ever concert on Mar at Mar-a-Lago on the lawn that they've ever had. And uh, I had 30 minutes and then Lee Greenwood had an hour. So I guess I opened for him. And uh, here comes President Trump with about 30 Secret Service members. And he sat right on the front row. And I was able to dedicate a few songs to him. And we had a few moments where he, he talked to me. Thank goodness I knew the songs very well. He talked to me during, told me he liked the song and thank you for, for dedicating a song to him and whatever. So uh, it was a night to remember. My, my band was just in awe. They've never been um, in an event quite like that. And, and one for the memory books for sure. I would have imagined being personally invited to go to Mar-a-Lago with President Trump <laughs> there would be pretty high on the list. And here you are, let's just say opening for Lee Greenwood and you actually sing God Bless the USA on your album. So, yeah, you know, I, I think I can say this just like everybody else can, every American. When that song cues up, there's not a dry eye in the, in the place. It just has a special place in everybody's heart. It's, it's part of our fabric here in America, I think. And so um, I love singing it. I love it. And on a night like that, when Lee Greenwood was there, of course, I had to allow him to sing his original song and I had to cut it from my list. So I was a little disappointed with that, but it sure was nice to be front row center hearing Lee Greenwood sing it in, in person. Well, yeah, I, you know, when, when I looked at your uh, list of songs on the American Patriot album and I saw God Bless the USA there, I was like, wow, was that even, was that even intimidating a little bit going into the studio to cut that one? Oh, my Lord, absolutely. I mean, it, it's like, you know that the majority of people who hear it are, are probably going to say, I mean, at least mine's a little different because I'm a female voice. But they're probably going to say, you know, you know how that's not half as good as the original, you know, so it's so intimidating when you're doing an anthem song that everybody knows and loves. 
but I could not do a patriotic album without without putting it right in the middle of it. I love it so much. Yeah, you know, I've talked to Lee before, and, you know, we call that song uh, America's Second National Anthem. And uh, because <laughs> everybody knows it, everybody knows every single word. And because of this patriotic collection of songs, you know, for you personally, what's it going to take for America to finally come back to being one nation under God again? You know, we just need, we need love. We, we are so polarized on each side that we can't even come to the table and talk anymore. And there's one person that I know that can heal hearts and heal minds and bring unity. And that's, that's Christ. And so we need to be getting closer to him rather than further apart. And I don't think it will get much better until, you know, the, the healing, soothing presence of God comes back and, and backs our country again. Yeah, I think, you know, I hear people talking about, uh, you know, we need revival in this land, which we do. Yeah. But the church today, I think, needs to do a lot of soul searching and repentance before revival will actually come. I think there's been a lot of missteps from the modern church in the last two years yeah. that uh, they didn't. They did things that they should have done and they did things they, well, they just simply did not do. And, um, and now they're reaping the repercussions of that. You know, that's right. The church has become so um, progressive and so lazy. Lazy. Um, that, that's the only only word to describe it. You know, when, when you have 45 million evangelicals that are not registered to vote and 65 million that do not vote in off presidential elections, there's no excuse for that. We would never be sacrificing our values if they would just do their part. And I was reading a scripture back uh, about three years ago. I wrote uh, a song called Stand, and it's on my um, last contemporary Christian album that I put out. And it's Isaiah 7, 9. It says, if we do not stand firm on our foundation, we will not stand at all. And the church is just so scared of being um, labeled. They're scared of the other side throwing threats and, and different words that they don't want to be described as. And But at some point, no matter what the flack, no matter what the headwinds are, we have to stand up on a firm foundation and say enough's enough. This is not right. This is not biblical. This is not what the Bible says, and this is not what we stand for. And uh, until that happens, I don't think we're going to make progress in this country until until the Christians wake up. Yeah, and I think it also comes down to the fact that the church has actually been threatened not to speak anything yeah. political from the pulpit, which was very strange because it technically it's not against the law, never was against the law, but just because somebody came out and said, uh, if you do, then the IRS will be visiting your front door. And I think a lot of, a lot of churches just kind of clammed up, clammed up because they're always looking at the financial side and not looking at, sure at the are. gospel side. And look, Jesus said, if you're going to step out for him, persecution's coming. And right. we can't let that keep our mouth closed. I mean, seriously, what did Paul say? To die is to gain. We're not going to take, we're right. not going to take this crazy world with us. Thank the Lord for <laughs> that. But we need strong voices today. And, you know, you're doing that with this album, American Patriot. So where can all of my viewers and listeners buy this amazing album? 
It's natashaowensmusic.com. You can get the physical copy, and it will also where, wherever you download digital music today, you can you can find it. But you can start at my website, natashaowensmusic.com, and find me there. And I do want to say one thing about one song that I put on it that's not really a patriotic song, and the my producer thought I was crazy. He says you you can't put a song about standing for life on a patriotic album, and I said I think it's the perfect place because this is a an entire album album of anthems and this is an anthem and it hopefully it will be a motivating factor for the for the church and for Christians to stand up for what's right and that's life. And what's so. the name of that song cuz I know that cuz I always listen to everybody's albums over and over again and there was a, there is yeah. a song on your album that talked about life. And what's the title of that song? Yes, it's called it's called Stand for Life. Stand for Life. That's that's the one. And it is funny because that song, like you said, it kind of stood out on its own in the mixture of all the patriotic songs. But I agree with you that it should be there because this is the day and age that we're living in. You know, nobody ever thought that Roe versus Wade was going to get overturned. And it, and it did, which was the biggest shock, I think, uh, probably for the, more for the media than it was for anybody else. I know. Well, it, they finally righted a wrong. That should have never been. It should have always been in the state's care. And that's what people don't understand. You want it in the state's care because that's where your voice can actually make a difference in what you believe in. You can fight for it more on a state's level than a federal level. But I'm just, you know, they've still got a tremendous fight ahead of them. Uh, we're in the trenches with Susan B. Anthony on this topic, uh, trying to fight for life. And, um, you know, I, I've gotten more death threats on this topic for standing up for life. It just it, it just proves to me over and over that we live in a world today that it it's good versus evil at this point. It's not Republican versus Democrat. It's not um, color. It's not religion. It's good and evil. And we have to stand on the side of good and fight for what the things that are precious to God and babies are precious. Where in the world would you be getting death threats from? Social media? <laughs> Social media, through the website, um, chanting. Like I, I sang for Susan B. Anthony, a big gala that had lots of politicians and so forth there in D.C. And we're walking in and they're screaming, they're, they're cussing, they're, you know, threatening to kill me, my head needs to be cut off, all this stuff, just vile stuff. And I looked at my husband and said, isn't it amazing that people are so passionate about killing babies? It's just, it just doesn't make sense to me at all, at all. Yeah, they were probably a hired mob. <laughs> yeah, Seriously. that's what we thought too. Yeah, my, my husband uh, riled him up and, and actually calls the entire street to be closed off. The police, they had a riot on their hands. Uh, I was walking and I had a special dress made for it that had 34 seconds on it because a baby's aborted every 34 seconds. And it had 932,000 rhinestones, each represent a baby that was aborted in 2020. And uh, they're screaming at my dress. Well, then they just went bananas. And I looked back and my husband has an L across his forehead. And I said, how, how old are you? He said, I'm just telling them that Jesus loves them. And I said, no, that's not what you're saying. So they actually came over the barricades and he got in Getty images. So he thinks his face is famous these days. So, oh. <laughs> Well, I will tell you this. <laughs> this is either going, going to mean either a loser or liberal. So uh, take your pick, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, 
<laughs> yes, yeah, he, he was definitely calling them a loser and they, they knew it. And so now he has these, he had them, my marketing team designed these t-shirts with his face on it that says, don't be a loser, stand for life. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah. you know, again, we have to stand up. You're standing up, your husband's standing up. And what is next for Natasha Owens in 2023? My goodness, I'm going to do a, a worship album in Contemporary Christian. I'm also going to either release another patriotic album or an EP. Uh, we just recorded a song. Um, I'm very passionate, even though my, my dad was killed with a gun. My uncle was murdered with a gun. I'm very passionate about our second amendment rights. And so we wrote a song with the gist of it is our second protects our first. And I'm excited about getting that out because, you know, we really don't have a necessarily a gun issue here with the amount of uh, law abiding citizens that have it. We have a heart issue and we have to attack the heart, not, not the guns. Yeah, and uh, wow, you get that song ready to go. I'm thinking that probably John Rich and Kid Rock would probably join you on that one. You know, we may, we may pitch it out to them, or Jason Aldean, one of them. Um, I, I just, I, people keep telling me, you're in the contemporary Christian world. Do not use your platform for politics or whatever. And I said, I'm not really using it for politics. I'm just standing up for what I believe in. And I'm a firm believer that if the Second Amendment goes away, all uh, all the freedoms in the First Amendment, all 11 of them, we will not have at all. Yeah. Look at China, look at Australia. Uh, it happens to other countries, and I just don't want to see it happening here. So we're just going to try to bring a little bit of attention to it. Well, for one thing, Jesus faced the leaders of his day as well. So uh, even though everybody screams separation of church and state, in a way, that's extremely hard to do. As America is known as one nation under God. So there's not really a separation there anymore and hasn't been for over 200 years. But Natasha, thank you so much for coming on to the program and, and sharing us your brand new album, American Patriot. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you want to know everything about Natasha Owens, go to natashaowensmusic.com for all of her music. Buy the brand new album. And because it's the season, you have got to get her amazing Christmas album as well. And check out and I'm sure that she'll have tour dates for next year as well. So, again, all things Natasha Owens, go to natashaowensmusic.com. And, again, thank you for coming on, and you're always welcome back. Oh, I would love that. Thank you so much for giving me an opportunity to share a little bit of joy and tell about my projects. I appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Oh, you do the same. And, ladies and gentlemen, stick around. We'll be right back with more. <laughs> 